open eyes that we may see to follow the by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. Yes, it is time for our daily devotional. We are reading Joshua 17, 1 through 18, and we are going to be talking about the lot of Manasseh. The lot of Manasseh. Yes, somebody else is getting ready to get some land, okay? So, and... It is Manessa's time to get his land. So I want you to get your coffee, your tea, whatever, you know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, 
of a time sequence we are we are in as you listen to this broadcast. I would love for you to join in and tell me what you think and, you know, uh, really, really get to, uh, you know, discuss this topic of Manessin getting his portion of the land, okay? We are reading Joshua 17, 1 through 18, okay? Now get your Bibles, your tablets, your cell phones, however you may read the word, and come on, let's do this, okay? All right, we got to get this word in for the day. Come on, babies, let's do this. Come on, let's do this. We're going to deep dive into this chapter. It is Joshua 17, 1 through 17, and we are discussing the lot of Manasseh. And it reads, There was also a lot for the tribe of Manasseh. For he was the firstborn of Joseph, to wit for Machar the firstborn of Manasseh, the father of Gilead, because he was a man of war. Therefore he had Gilead and Bashan. There was also a lot for the rest of the children of Manasseh by their families for the children of Abizir, and for the children of Helic, and for the children of Asriel, and for the children of Shechem, and for the children of Hefer, and for the children of Shemidia, Shemidia. These were the male children of Manasseh, the son of Joseph by their families, but Zelophehad, the son of Hepher, the son of Gilead, the son of Machar, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but daughters. And these are the names of his daughters, Mila and Noah, Hagla. Milka and Taza. Taza. And they came near before Elijah the priest, and before Joshua the son of Nun, and before the princes, saying, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Therefore, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. And there fell ten portions to Manasseh beside the land of Gilead and Bashan, which were on the other side Jordan. Because the daughters of Manasseh had 
had an inheritance among his sons. And the rest of Manasseh's sons had the land of Gilead. And the coast of Manasseh was <clears throat> from Asher to Mekomentoth. Mekomentoth. That lieth before Shisha. And the border went along on the right hand unto the inhabitants of Entapu. Now Manasseh had the land of Matapu, but to Tapu on the border of Manasseh belonged to the children of Ephraim. And the coast descended unto the river of Cana, southward of the river. These cities of Ephraim are among the cities of Manasseh. The coast of Manasseh also was on the north side of the river, and the outgoing of it were at the sea. Southward it was Ephraim's, and northward it was Manasseh's, and the sea is his border. And they met together in Asher on the north, and Issachar on the east. And Manasseh had in Issachar and in Asher Bethshel, and her towns, and Iblium, and her towns, and the inhabitants of Dor, and her towns, and the inhabitants of Endor, and her towns, and the inhabitants of Tarnach, and her towns, and the inhabitants of Migadu and her towns, even three countries. Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. Yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxing strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute, but did not utterly drive them out. And the children of Joseph spoke unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou driven why hast thou driven me but one lot and one portion to inherit? Seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hereunto. And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up in up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Prezazites and of the giants, if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. 
and all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron. Both they who are of Bethashem and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spoke unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only, but the mountain shall be thine. For it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine. For thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and thou, and though they be strong. I just read Joshua 17, 1-18. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We say thank you for all that you do for us. All that you do for us where you allow us to have a breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs and we are in our right minds just for the day Lord and we say thank you we say thank you for all that you have done Lord we thank you for all that you have done all that you do right now all that you're gonna do Lord we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Thank you, Lord, for everything. Just just, just as one second while I'm sitting here talking, Lord. We thank you for this one second of being able to breathe in and breathe out. Lord, sometimes we take these gifts for granted, but we know that you give us this day for our daily bread. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So, we see in the chapter that somebody, Manasseh, tribe of Manasseh, gets their inheritance of their possession of their land, right? And Joshua signs it and... After they get the assignment, they want to complain about it's not enough land for them. And to me, it is thing about 
sometimes you can give people what they ask for and it still ain't enough. You get some inheritance. Now, you get inheritance. Now, you know, this is, I guess, this is a human nature trait of ours. And sometimes we can, you know, we... A person can give us everything that they have and we are still not happy. We want to complain or we want to, uh, you know, we want to complain or we want to find something wrong with what we get ready to get. We ain't never satisfied. Okay. You can take that approach to this uh, text. Or you can take another approach to this text. They are giving this inheritance. And they say it's not enough. Because it's people already living on this land, right? And they go to Joshua and they say, look, okay, we got this land, we got this inheritance, okay, but it's still people up here. It's still people living here. Joshua tells them, it's yours, so go possess it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing of sometimes we can be given these things and we see them, but... We are too busy finding finding something wrong why we can't possess that. We make excuses not to go possess it. <laughs> Sometimes we make excuses of not we make excuses of why we can't possess something or why we can't have that or we want these things. We are giving these things. They are sitting in front of us. But we have this propensity to sit around and find excuses of why we ain't got it or why, or why we can't have it. It's, it's like um, self-sabotage. It's, it, it's, it's like self-sabotage. Have you ever met a person where you're giving them everything they want, everything is deal, everything is provided for them. God has made a way for them. God has, uh, you know, God has opened these doors and you don't want to walk through the door he opened. It's an opportunity that he might have given you. And you're making, you're making excuses of why you can't walk through that door. And on the other hand, some people like to, they seem like it's never enough for them. No, I'm, I got, you know, nothing is, is never good. It's never enough for them. They always want, 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 more, want, want. Now, those are two different perspectives I give you on this day for this, um, this, this, uh, reading. I don't know why I gave you those two perspectives because that's what the Lord gave. I know why the Lord gave them to me. God gave me these two perspectives of this same chapter, but in different in different contexts of how we how we handle that in today's time. One people on you know like some people on one hand it's never good never enough for them. On the other hand, it's people out here that make excuses for what is right in front of their face that God has blessed them with. And they're afraid. They have. They let fear conquer them. They let 
uh, nervousness. They let, uh, uh, you know, uh, what people going to think. Um, they let all these things cloud their mind. And God has given you this land to conquer. On one hand, the people say, look, I, I ain't, this ain't enough for me, man. Just, this is just a little bit of something. I don't, I need more than this. I, I got to have more, you know. And it's like, really in this aspect, if you look at it like that with the people that talk about this ain't enough, you look at it and be like, what you complaining for? What you murmuring for? What are you bickering for? What are you, what, I mean, like, God just gave you all this stuff. He gave you the house. He gave you the car. He gave you this business. He gave you a new start. He's starting you over. And you're tripping and talking about this ain't enough. Now, how much God got to give you, you know? He already gave us the sweat and tears of Jesus Christ. So you can see another day. Sweat, tears, and blood. But you want more. And then you got these other people on the other hand. Where they're saying, <clears throat> I don't know, Lord. I, I know I, I, I know you're opening this door for me, Lord. I know you 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 do everything for me. And, 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 but, 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 uh, I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not uh, wise enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have the right connections. I don't have uh, um, uh, these business acumens to accomplish these things. I, 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 I'm afraid. I, I, I don't know. They're in doubt. They're in fear. They're in trepidation. And, and God says, just step out. When God tell you to just step out, like Joshua told the people, look, if you want this land, you got to conquer it. You're going to have to go after it. Everything ain't, ain't just going to serve, be served to you on no, on no silver platter. You got to work for this. God, God going to help you, but you just ain't going to sit here and God just ain't going to give it to you. You got to work for this. You got to sit here and put your fears to rest. You got to put your, you got to put that brain to working. You got to, hey, you know, everybody's not going to be for you, but God going to send send you the ones that need to be there for you in your corner. Okay? Sometimes, and then that means you have to step out on faith. Step out on faith. Step out on God's word. That has claim over your life. Stop sitting here letting fear hold you back from what you what you already possess. God says it's yours. When God says something is yours, can't nobody take that from you. Like I said, I had two different perspectives about this this uh, chapter this morning. I wanted to give them to I, I God instructed me to give them to you. And sometimes God gets the ones that's afraid with the ones that's got that that tenacity of saying, look, this ain't enough for me. This ain't this ain't enough in my life. This ain't I I, I want to go higher. I got a calling. I got a desire. I got, you know, and, and to me, and oh Lord, fireworks. 
Because the one that says, I do not have enough, has the the pot has to that has to look. Look, I got to go and get this. I got to, I got to have it. I got I got I got to get everything that the, that the devil stole from me. You had those. And then you got the ones that's timid, fearful, and all that. And they meet up with somebody in that in that within that capacity. Uh, a go getter and gotta have it. And ooh, watch fireworks go off. Cause the person that has fear will always be inclined to say, look, maybe you can do it this way. Or maybe you can do it that way. And they always got, they have input into the person that is going after their goals. And the person that's going after their goals has this effect on the person that has fear and makes them step out on faith. That makes them step out on faith. They, you know, they step out on faith and they step and like they get that fear disappears, doubt disappears. And for you know it, they're in the race. They're in the race just with and, and with the person. It's called it's called the mentee and the mentor factor. I don't know if y'all follow me good, but it is called when a person, one person says, This is not enough for me. I got to, I want more in my life. I want more in my business. I want more in my spiritual walk with God. I want more. And when you're surround, and when you, and when a person in fear and trepidation and, and pausing and procrastination and all those things that, that holds a person back in their mind, they get with a person that's going after something. It's called a mentee and a mentor factor. That's why I say it's always good to hang around people that's going somewhere. Hang around somebody that's doing something with their life. Don't hang around. There's nothing like hanging with somebody that ain't doing nothing. They sitting on the porch watching everything go by. And then they want to complain why they ain't got nothing. They want to sit there and watch. And life go by. World go by. Day by day they sitting on the porch you know, not doing nothing. They're not accomplishing no goals. They're not going after nothing. They, you know, that's just like the crowd. I used, you know, the crowd where in my day when I was out there where they all they do is chase getting high all day, sit on the porch, do nothing, sit in the crack house, do nothing, uh, not going after their dreams. They don't want a job. They don't try to move. They don't try to do nothing. And then they sit around looking at everybody else. Or you got the ones that's sitting there on the porch, but they're using everybody else around them to get what they need instead of doing it for themselves. You know, and in that in in that text, I mean, in, in this in this in this in this in this conversation, I tell everyone that I tell everyone be careful who you hang around. And their mindsets. This also has to do with mindsets. Some people greedy. And they going, they they greedy. They they don't they ain't got no shame. Look, I'm about this money. I'm about bettering myself. I'm about accomplishing these goals. I'm about doing it. I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm about doing something with my life and I can't just sit around and do nothing. And then you got the ones that's hoping, wishing, and praying, sitting back watching everybody go by and they, they got fear and they got trepidation and they sitting there and it's like, okay, um, 
I'll think about it. I might do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I used to tell myself that. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. Oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. And before you knew it, that tomorrow became a week. And tomorrow gave two weeks. And tomorrow came four weeks. And then it was like, because one time I had given given up on my dreams, my hopes, my aspirations, my anything. Because whenever I shared my ideas with people, they would shoot me down. Oh, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. No, I don't think you should do that. And that's what brought on my field. That's what brought on my procrastination. That's what brought on my um, laziness. That's what brought on. And then now it's like God has given me a newness in life, a newness of new vision, a new everything, especially after my grandma died. Like the light bulb just went off. Cause I was living in I was living in darkness before she died, and and I and and the death woke me up. It woke me up to say woke me up and have a relationship with God. It woke me and and, and I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> Go after what you want. Don't be scared. Don't be timid. Don't be shy. Because that's your vision God gave to you. You might have put that vision on a backboard. You might have put that vision on a piece of paper and and slapped it on the wall. You might have had, you know, you have these things. And sometimes we put stuff on the back burner, but go after it. Go after everything that God has for you. Don't give up. Don't let fear set in. Don't let doubt. Don't let none of that. None of that. Okay? None of that. Okay? So, I say to you, (coughs) go after your dreams. Go after your goals. Go after everything that God gives you vision for. All right? Thank you for joining me. <coughs> Excuse me, babies. <coughs> Thank you for joining me. And I greatly appreciate your love, and your support, and your enthusiasm for supporting this podcast. So for supporting everything that uh I for everything that Sharice Johnson Moore LLC does. From the podcast, to the books, to everything. Thank you. Thank you for your love and support. And I will talk to y'all tomorrow about chapter 18. Joshua 18, 1 through 28. We're going to be talking about remaining land divided. Tomorrow's episode will be Joshua 18, 1 through 28, remaining land divided.
Okay, babies, I will talk to y'all later. And thank you for listening to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. And we are in the daily devotional part of this podcast. Thank you for listening to Daily Devotional. It is my honor. It is my privilege to bring you the word every day. All right, babies. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Hello, everyone. Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Yes, child. LBM TV has advertising spots open and we want you to join the family. You want to advertise your book trailer, your candle business, your writing business, your ghost writing, your uh, construction business, uh, your, your, your home renovation business. We are here for you. We want to give you the exposure that you need in this season. So, if you are interested in advertising on LBM TV, just come and see me, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and let's sit down and expose your business to the world. Okay? Come on now. Advertise. 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 Hello everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you.